Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Maddie. And we're here to give you our Worthless Opinions. We have an announcement. Kelly is engaged! (laughs) She is a bride-to-be. Now I can take this blanket hold. Yeah. A fiancé, if you will. I said that today in reference to something. Did I say it? I saw your comment. No, you said it on Facebook yeah. in the comment. And like, it's the you first know, time I've ever used Yeah, because like, ah! Facebook is creepy and we're like part of a common group. And I yeah. saw that your comment popped up. I always see your comments too on that same group. Of course, they're always pretty catty. <laughs> what? No, 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 they're not. <laughs> Just that political one that I saw most recently. Oh, yeah. But I agreed with you. Like, I agreed with you. So. The, oh, no, the one about, yeah, RBG. Yeah. I think I agreed with you. Yeah. And that bitch was stupid. She was just, yeah, <laughs> she was too much. But she's crazy ass. <laughs> she was. She was. Crazy she really was. She really, really was. Yep. Okay. So tonight we're going to discuss scariest stories. Yeah. So, in honor of spooky season, <laughs> uh, we kind of looked into some, just like a couple, right? Chattanooga haunting. Yeah, I have two. You have two? Okay. So we have some, like, haunted places in Chattanooga, because we're from Chattanooga, if you didn't know. Um, and then we'll kind of just go from there, I guess. And I'll tell my own paranormal experience I'm so jealous. I don't have one. I have one. Jonathan has one. And we have a mutual friend from college that has one. Are you having one right now? No. No, sorry. The patio light is on. I don't know who did that. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean you, to. You are you having literally one right now? Right now. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No. Okay, okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tee us off here. Okay. So I'm going to be talking about Craven's house, which is located on Lookout Mountain. Now, I think it's on the Tennessee side, but I could be wrong. It could be on the Georgia side. I don't know. So. It's definitely on the Tennessee side because you can see it from like, Chad. Like, mm. I think. Well, what makes me think is on that it's on the Tennessee side is that it's like before Rock City when you're going up off. It's under Point Park. Yeah, I'm so pretty sure. I'm gonna it's say Tennessee. Tennessee side. So yeah, so it's Lookout Mountain, Tennessee, and the history of Craven's House is debatable from what I have googled. I'd say researched, but that's a far too intricate term for me Googling this. You didn't visit the library? No, I did not. (laughs) I typed into Google, Craven's House Haunted. (laughs) (laughs) And read the first three articles. Yeah, that's literally (laughs) exactly that. Um, (laughs) So first I'm going to start off with the story I was told in college. Because to me, that has always been the true story. And I will say... That one of the things I read did confirm this particular version of the haunt. So when I was in college, um, I think I must have been a freshman because when you're a freshman in college, you do dumb shit. And well, we, we went together. We were we didn't just know each other freshmen. Dumb juniors. Yes. Oh yes, but I but, just mean like we went later. Yeah. But anyway, continue. I didn't mean to interrupt you. So wow. Wow, hard, Brain fart? Ha- hard blank. Okay, so. Craven's house. <laughs> Freshman year. Freshman year. I went to Craven's house with some friends in the middle of the night, which is always such a great idea. Really good idea. 
I was promised a beautiful view, and it was. It is oh, a stunning, stunning, stunning view at night. Yes. But it's also creepy. And I remember making a comment like, oh, this is creepy. And one of the people we were with is like, oh, yeah, this place is actually haunted. And I was like, what? <laughs> it does have some graves over on off to the side, kind of a little bit off the property, not directly at the house. But I think that is pretty typical for houses that old. So yes. it is like pre-Civil War yeah. era. And this haunt is related to the Civil War. So legend has it that while the battle on top of Lookout Mountain was taking place, that there was a Confederate soldier and his family who lived on the mountain in this house, right? And they would bring their wounded down from the battle and the wife and the family and whoever else would kind of nurse some of these soldiers back to health in this house. And apparently the Union learned of this house and what they ended up doing was in the middle of the night, they came to the house, they locked our band, they torched it and set them all on fire. They died. So, yeah. Love that. And that's kind of where the story that I heard ended. So, you know, okay. like it, and of course, when you're a freshman in college, you're like, fuck no. <laughs> and, um, oh, hell no. Yeah, I remember being like, okay, it's time to leave. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, that was the story I heard. Now, today when I Googled it, I heard a slightly different story. Okay. Uh, the story that I Googled today is same same idea that there was the battle on top of Lookout Mountain. I don't what it was that called. There's there's a name for that. Yeah, I always forget that it's like kind of unique that our city was involved, like a like a hot spot heavily, during the Civil War. Yeah, um, heavily involved. <laughs> I don't remember. I mean, obviously there's the Chickamauga battlefield. That's what it was. That's the that's the battlefield I'm talking about. Okay, okay. So yeah, so it was during the. Oh wait, no, it was the battle above the clouds on November twenty fourth, eighteen sixty three, and okay. so that was up on a level plateau up above. Is that the at clouds. Point Park? I, I believe so, because if okay. you go to Point Park, you'll see a lot of yeah. monuments. Um, that's the only flat space on Lookout Mountain. Yes. So the story here is is that the house was captured by the Union, and during the capture, the family inside was killed. And the family, in this, in this version that I read, the family had no ties necessarily to the Confederacy, but the house sustained damage during the fighting as the Union advanced okay. through the mountain, through that battle. Um, apparently there was also some underground, like there's some underground bit to the either in Craven's house or nearby. I've actually heard that. I never would have remembered it until you said something. Yeah, so there's, I think it's, it says it contains three bedrooms. And so after the battle ended, the family that is called Craven's house. So the Cravens actually bought the property and rebuilt what is the current standing Craven's house. Oh, so it's just the land. For a few years. Yes, okay. the land is haunted. Now, in this story, this is like the one that's attached to like haunts of Chattanooga. It doesn't really go into a lot of detail about the ghost. It just says, oh, it's haunted. So presumably it's haunted by the family that was killed during this battle. Right. I personally like the story I heard in college. It's 
much more volatile. <laughs> like, they were locked inside and burned. But those sound like some well, angry fucking ghosts. I mean, I feel like that's not too far off, though. They're I mean, so similar. Well, and, like, well, in American history is so, like, sterilized that, I mean, even if it was part of the war, that very well could have happened. Yeah. And it's just been sterilized since, if that makes sense. So. So, yeah. So, that's the also, first. like, just, like, when you were talking about that, like, what poor luck. Like, it's just, like, a roll of the dice. Like, it just so happened that your house was in the Union soldier's way. Right. And, like, you're just fucked. And it's on 88, lake, the 88 acres of land. And so... Holy cow, apparently, so much. Apparently, there were 10,000 Union soldiers advancing Lookout Mountain and only 1,200 Confederate soldiers. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yes. I need to learn more about the battles that happened here. I literally know nothing other than Lookout and Signal Mountains. The Civil War is wibbity whack. So the next haunt that I have to talk about is a little bit more detailed. And it is the haunting of the Hunter Museum of Art, or what is currently the Hunter Museum of Art in Chattanooga. I know nothing about this. I just want to interject that quickly. I nothing. think I only had heard, like, oh, the hunter is haunted. But I didn't know that it was such a sustained haunt. Mm. Like, that there are multiple accounts, people here all the time. Like, apparently it's one of the main stops if you go on a ghost tour. Really? <laughs> yes. So, the Hunter Museum of Art currently sits on what is Ross's Landing in downtown, Ch- or the downtown Chattanooga. And it was actually, at one point, this is kind of a fun fact, owned by the family who started the Coca-Cola Bottling Company. That would be the Tom- Thomases. So, Ann Taylor Thomas, who was the widow of Benjamin F. Thomas. And they bought it before his death, and they founded and started the Coca-Cola Bottling Company. So, that's just, like, one of the little pieces of its history. But... If you go to the Hunter, there is a chance that you will see a ghost. There is a very modern wing of the Hunter, and then there is a portion of it that is in the old house. So what was actually the, like, the Hunter mansion. So the part that you actually enter is, like, the new part, right? Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. turn, okay, okay. Yeah, and then you turn right to go to the mansion. Right. And people only see the ghosts in the mansion, and they see them in mirror reflections wait wait, this one's gonna be even worse people see them in portraits like people say oh i saw a woman in this painting and they're like no there's no woman in that painting or there's only one person in that painting so there are multiple accounts of people saying that they see someone additional like a woman in a painting and it's like no there's no one in that painting (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm like (laughs) noticeably breathing yes So there are multiple ghosts, but the most notable, and the one who I'm going to talk about, is Augusta Hoffman. And her death is suspicious. (laughs) It's sus. (laughs) So she was living with her sister, and they lived in the Bluff View, which is next door to the Hunter. It's like... Rembrandt's, Tony's. Yes, there you go. That's the Bluff (laughs) View. And so originally, when it wasn't a museum, when downtown didn't exist and all that, there was the Hunter Estate, and then there was the Bluff View, which was a house. And this woman lived with her sister in the Bluff View, and the family that lived in the Hunter Estate was the Bennett family. And so they were the current tenants of the Hunter at the time that this happened. Apparently, the families were, like, frenemies, as neighbors often can be. 
And they had, like, a cordial relationship, but rumor had that there was also some weird strife between Augusta Hoffman and the, like, the Bennets. And Augusta Hoffman ended up disappearing in 1915, just mysteriously disappearing. How did I not know this? Oh, yeah, it gets good. Um, Apparently, the authorities questioned the Bennets, who lived next door, and the Bennets were like, oh, we were told that she had married a man in Knoxville and just up and moved away. And apparently they said that they would receive letters from Augusta for up to two years. Letters would come from Washington, New York, Cleveland, and Santa Cruz, California. They were all signed by a Mr. Brown, who apparently claimed to be Augusta's husband, and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Apparently when Mr. Bennett died in 1916, letters mysteriously (gasps) stopped coming. Stop. Yes. So. Let's jump forward a little bit. In 1924, um, the current resident of the Hunter Estate, a Miss Hunt, decided to have the basement floor redone. Um, She had workers pulling up the flooring, and when they ripped up the flooring, they noticed that the flooring had all, uh, not melted, rotted away. It was like rotten wood. So they started to, like, pull it up with hammers. And this is a direct quote, that apparently one of the workmen sunk his hammer down on the floor and a chunk of bone came up and he allegedly said huh that's funny (laughs) and proceeded to continue to dig up what ended up being a shallow grave of a fully clothed woman with shoes and her dress and everything and so yes so apparently police were immediately called and a homicide investigation was what um, year is this again did you say this was 1924 1924 she disappeared in 1915 okay okay so we're talking like nine years later okay they're redoing the bottom floor and bam (laughs) a body um so they ended up taking dentures to knoxville to confirm that the skeleton's mouth were in the same were in fact augusta's so they confirmed that yes so it was her based off dental Records. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so again, Mr. Bennett had died, right? Like we mentioned, he died in 1916. Right. Some mysterious letters stopped coming. And I guess somehow, despite the fact that the Bennetts continued to claim innocence, they put together the pieces and they determined that somehow the Bennetts were involved. Well, obviously, you know, the body was found in their house. And they're buried in their fucking floor? <laughs> yeah. Um, Not and like in the backyard where anyone has access, like in their floor. Literally in their Come basement on, floor. <laughs> Apparently the, the family also had never bothered to alert the police when their aunt suspiciously married a man who no one had ever met and just disappeared. So they were kind of like, yeah. Oh, right. Apparently they were related somehow. So the Bennetts and Augusta were like aunt and cousins or something. Mm. Forgot to mention that. So my theory is that Mr. Bennett had a crushy crush and was sleeping with Augusta or wanted to well no she was much older oh, than ew. the Bennett's she was like an old lady next door neighbor oh and I couldn't really figure out what went down like it didn't actually really say it just said that they had some like they just the relationships weren't good so my I'm like my guess is maybe they wanted to buy the bluff view to as part of their estate well that was my thought is like way back then I feel like that those houses are very near to each other like, I feel like maybe I just make this up and watch it. I think it would have been back but like, then. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but it just feels like people who have estates, like, they have a lot of land and are very private. So I could see how, like, in those days, having someone, I mean, you can see the bluff view from Hunter, Hunter. very easily. Yeah, and back then, if none of those buildings existed. Yeah. 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 Um, so I could see how that would cause tension back yep. then. So, yeah. So 
apparently the real nail in the coffin on the whole like this is obviously a bullshit story is police investigators scoured every single wedding registry in knoxville brilliant washington dc and all locations that letters came from and they never found anything with her information in it okay and they determined that the bennett's had made up the story and murdered her and they were arrested damn yes old school murder right in here in town Mm -hmm. yep nice and clue like but yeah so then um again if you're on a tour you will see a a feminine shadow peering out from windows and mirrors and her spirit has also been known to appear in photos and art now the (laughs) funny thing is is they don't think that she actually died in the hunter museum they think her body was found there but they think that she wasn't like killed there i guess something about some evidence pointed that she didn't actually die in the building but the fact that she was buried there is probably what ties her spirit to the hunter huh and okay. remember that you can't go downstairs if you're in the hunter like it's blocked off like you cannot right. go down the stairs you can only go to the top two floors and it's always been like that huh mm-hmm. that's because that's where she lives. I'm just kidding. i don't know <laughs> that's her that's her living space they're like you know what Miss Hoffman, you could just have the whole downstairs well it's weird okay so like i've never felt because i've been to the hunter multiple times and i've never like been creeped like in the moment said like oh it's kind of creepy here but when you said the mirrors and paintings thing uh-huh. i felt it yeah like i felt like kind of like i don't know someone looking over my shoulder it like, makes me want to go back to the hunter and go yes. to the old part and like hang out for a bit and see if i get like creepy creep vibes yeah because the, the mansion is pretty like creepy so I've only been a handful of times, probably like five times, five or six times in the whole period in which I've lived here. And two of the, well, probably like three of the five times have been during big events. Yeah. So it's kind of hard Same. to feel like something is haunted when there's 15 million people, teenagers <laughs> or young adults hanging out around you. But I have also been during like daytime regular hours and i do remember thinking oh this place is kind of weird yeah (laughs) well there do you have you i don't know if it's like a temporary or permanent installation but there's like when you go in and to the right and it's like it's still in the modern building but it's like those two rooms on to the right and then there's like a this like weird mirror thing that's like it's like pieces of yeah that has always weirded me like, I can't look in it. I don't think you see it. her there, though, because really? that's not in the mansion. That's in the Oh, okay. So it's, oh, so it's only in the mansion. It's only in the oh, mansion. Okay, okay, she okay. only appears in the mansion. Gotcha. Okay. And only in... Apparently, also, if you're on the outside looking in, people claim to see her in one particular window. Oh, okay. Yes. Huh. So, I don't know which window. It didn't state. It just said, in at the same window. Okay. So it makes me want to go outside and stare into the mansion. Yeah, so, like, what are you doing this weekend? Want to go home? Yeah, right. Is the hunter even open right now? I actually kind of do. Yes, it is. Okay. And actually, yeah, I did kind of look. I haven't been in a really long time. I'd be down to go. Okay. They have the, what is that week? Do they still do the weekend, like, every second Sunday or something free of the month? I thought that was Lula. (laughs) Well, they're just, they're only open certain weekends. Oh, I don't know. We can look into it. We can Google (laughs) it, yeah. Okay. Well, that was good. I had no idea. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for that. So my building is downtown as well, but it's kind of like across town. So the hunter's like on the river. This, my story is regarding the Reed House. Okay, I'm glad you're telling me this now because I've actually stayed at the Reed House. 
near on the same floor as what you were talking about. And I'm yeah. glad I didn't know this then, because if I had, yeah, I would be kind of freaked out. I would still stay there, but um, it would be kind of eerie. I always have this like internal debate. Like I love the idea of being scared because I know it's like an adrenaline rush, and I tell myself I don't believe in ghosts. But if <laughs> I stay somewhere haunted, I feel like I'd freak myself the fuck out. I'd be like it's a ghost. Yeah, I mean, I like to hear about like paranormal experiences but i 100 percent never want to experience one i will tell you I about will mine shit my pants after you're done okay. talking about this okay so the reed house it's a big hotel in the middle of downtown chattanooga like pretty <laughs> much smack down in the middle um so it, the the reed house actually used to be a smaller structure called the crutchfield house mm-hmm. that was on the same ex- name i know right <laughs> it was on the same exact plot of land on broad street um, and it was built in 1827 and then eventually burned down in 1867. And at that point, the Crutchfield family chose not to rebuild. And then the Reed family bought the land and built the Reed house, kind of as it is now. It's been renovated. But um, but in between, when it was still the Crutchfield house, it was actually used as a Civil War era hospital. Mm-hmm. So we all know that the Civil War, Civil War hospitals are always haunted, I feel like. Fuck you right up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that, that's like one of the big things that people note is that like, it's just very haunted. Like people see ghosts all the time, apparently. And, um, and like the, I think it's kind of funny, like reading this, it kind of made me smile because I think that the owners and the management definitely use that to their advantage well, as, from yeah. like a business perspective. Like they definitely, they have it on their website. Like they're not trying to hide it. Yeah. They talk about the, what I'm about to talk about on their website. Um, so between the two buildings, between it being the Crutchfield House and the Reed House, lots of reported suicides, murders, natural deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, in both buildings on the site, and you know, ghost hunters and like paranormal experts, all you know, they tip, like you were kind of talking about. It's not necessarily about the buildings, about the land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a fun fact, Al Capone also apparently stayed there <laughs> during his federal <laughs> trial. But he didn't experience any, like, paranormal incidents. That's what he reportedly. said. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the most famous presence associated with the Reed House I'm so excited. is a young woman named Annalisa Netherly. So it's she a haunted-ass name. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, I love the last name Netherly. It kind of reminds me of my last name, actually. Um, Nevins, Nev- Netherly. We can change it. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, we're changing our last name. <laughs> Um, so she was there. Okay. So the motivation and the circumstances surrounding her death are debated, right? So mm-hmm. she dies, um, sometime in the 1920s. I think it was the late 1920s. Those 1920s, man, they'll come for you. I know, right? So it's like the same, like, yeah, kind of time it's the period. same era. There's a lot yeah. of murders happening here. <laughs> Shit. Them flappers, man. Um, so some say the most common one, um, and I think the, the one that I think is probably the most, one of the most, more believable is that um, she was caught by another man, by her husband. Ooh, yep. Um, and her throat, so her body, when her body was found, her throat was slashed <gasps> um, from ear to ear, and it almost decapitated her. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, she, essentially, like, a lot of a lot of stories will say that she was decapitated. Um, but, yeah. Essentially, That's not like, casual. Yeah. There's some, there's some rage there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there are other stories that say that like she was a prostitute and that she was like either killed by a gentleman caller, you know, or a Confederate soldier, which is very likely or well, 
maybe not likely, but plausible. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, some people say she committed suicide, which, given the nature of being oh. nearly decapitated, yeah. I don't really buy. Um, but <laughs> anyway, that it happened, like I said, she was sliced from ear to ear, and her body was found soaking in the bathtub Ooh, hours later. Don't love that. Yeah, I know. Isn't I... Ooh, I just got I, hate, I hate that when like like bodies found in bathtubs in water specifically in like a water a bathtub filled with water is just like <laughs> no thank you um so Annalisa um has appeared to guests of room 311 mm-hmm. okay so this is the room she was um, reportedly killed in. I think I saw somewhere online that it's actually called three. It's actually room three thirteen now. Like they've changed the numbering. So it was originally three eleven, and now like if you go to the Reed House now, the location of her murder is actually room three thirteen. Okay, good to know. Good yeah, to know. yeah. So um, when she's seen around the Reed House, she is said to be wearing white. Um, and is o- most often seen by children rather than adults, which is I hella fucking that. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and uh, very sadly and even more tragically, sometimes she is pregnant when Shut people see her. up. Yeah. So. No. Yeah, I know. Isn't that awful? Oh, that makes me think, like, that's why she was murdered or something. Uh, I just, yeah, there's something. I mean, of course, it's always sad when people are murdered or when people die, period, even if they aren't murdered. But, like, for, like, a pregnant person to die, it just feels so sad. Yeah. Um, okay, so why we think it's haunted, right? So we know about Annalisa now. We know how she died. She appears to guests. Okay. Other sort of symptoms, if you will, of the haunting of room 311. So we have unexplained noises, flickering lights, running water, shadowy figures, right? So a lot of people say that they feel like a weight on them (gasps) when they, not only when they enter the room, but like when they enter the floor. (laughs) Shut Um, up. So, (laughs) so like, like oppression, like almost like, like literally just like, it's like the air becomes thick and like, it just feels heavy. Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, a lot of people say that like they see shadows on the wall where there shouldn't be shadows. Like there's not anything to be causing said shadow. (laughs) Um, a lot of a lot of people say that they're touched or poked or that they can like feel people leaning against the furniture they're sitting in. Mm -mm. Or Mm -hmm. I guess, I mean, people, they feel something leaning, like a weight leaning against the furniture. Um, they, uh, some people say that there people knock on the door and then when they open the door, there's no one there and like, there's, there's no way anyone's hiding, you know, it wasn't room service or something. Um, so yeah. And I thought this was funny that apparently her ghost hates men and smokers in particular. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Because male smokers have like apparently had like, like even more, um, what's the word? Like unpleasant experiences. <laughs> in comparison, she really bothered them. <laughs> yeah, um, some people have because they they do there appear there have been periods of time where people have actually been allowed to stay in the room. Um, Wait, can you not now? Well, the, I'll, I'll get to it. Okay. So, but the people who have stayed in the room, who have been allowed to stay in the room, have like oh, many of them have left in the middle of the night because they are so like freaking out. I. But I feel like that's because if you get they get in their own heads. Yeah. 
Like, if you get told, hey, you're going to be in a really scary room and it's going to feel like it's haunted, guess what? I would absolutely be like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's haunted. It I gotta haunted. go. Can't confirm. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, um, I looked for some, like, personal accounts that are, like, more mo- uh, modern, more recent, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, there was a reporter, Sean Ryan. I think he was a reporter. Um, and his wife. They visited in early 19, I think it was, like, February or March. Um, and they tried, they went in with the purpose of, like, they wanted to try to reach her. Ooh. Like, they want to try to um, contact her. Terrible they, idea. I know, I know. Right? <laughs> but they didn't have any luck. I, they said that, um, I think he commented that, like, he kind of felt that, like, weighty feeling when they worked in. But, like, beyond that, there was nothing odd that happened at all. Um, there was a specific story that, like, one of, the, one of the local news channels reported on. But it was a couple from Atlanta coming to stay. And, um... They, I have quotes. So the wife said, their names were, what were their names? Sheba and Trip. Sheba. Sheba, yeah. <laughs> um, she said, I did get a very heavy, kind of like sad feeling from this place. Um, and they said that they like had a very sleepless night, mm-hmm. that they were hearing voices. Oh, no. Scratching sounds, which I cannot Shut do. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Scratching sound. I just like, oh, there's cats. Like from like the other side of the wall. Stop. No, stop. Stop. (laughs) Um, And they reported getting, feeling touched as well. Like someone touching them. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I hate this. So her husband said, this is a quote. She said, I feel something grabbing my wrist. And then it happened and stopped. Um, And then they said that they felt something pushing against the bed. And then um, Sheba said, I kept seeing things move in the corner of my eye. Mm-mm. I like, but like, does that not sound like that's so much for one couple to have happen to them that it makes me like. That is. But I think it's kind of a thing that like some people are more sensitive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Like so, some people definitely can get energy more than others. Yeah. I find it odd that like they kind of both experienced it. But actually, now that I say that, when I look at this, it seems like it was mostly the wife that, like, saw things or felt things. Um, But I don't know. A lot of it is attributed to both of them, so I don't know. Um, But apparently the husband reported that, like, he left the, like, apparently there's, like, a living room space. I guess it's, like, a suite. Oh. Um, And when he came back, all of the drawers in the furniture were open. No. Um, And he, like, went to his wife and was like, are you fucking with me? And apparently she wasn't. So they just closed them all back, which that would flip. That would freak me out. Yeah, I, I would not leave. appreciate I that. Mean, yeah, no. So, um, <laughs> so that was all like the juice from theirs. But there was an employee account. I think this was back in 2016, but don't quote me on that. Um, but she, so it was female employee. She was um, in the offices, which are in the basements, and she like took a selfie to post on you know the Insta or some social media, right. and she didn't notice it at first. Oh, no. But someone pointed out to her <laughs> that there was a hand on her shoulder. Shut up. And there was no one behind her. Please stop. And, like... Do you have a link to this photo? I don't. I couldn't Damn find the it. photo. But apparently someone commented, like, that it was... Like, the hand was, like, plainly visible. And that, like, you, like, you could see the fingernails. <gasps> like, solid fingernails. I, and this bitch didn't notice that? Apparently, I guess. I don't know. I mean... Maybe, okay, maybe it was a fingernail that was, but, so maybe it was, like, a ghostly hand with, like, a fingernail that was, like, that's a fucking fingernail. Fingernails gross me out. I want to stop saying that. (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah, so, um, as far as, like, personal accounts, those were, like, the most fun that I could find, mm-hmm. but, like I said, there's, like, a ton, and a lot of them are just, like, oh, yeah, like, my kid saw, said they saw someone, a woman, a pregnant woman in white, yeah, that kind of stuff, but, like, they're just, it's, like, everyone said it's just, like, countless accounts of seeing her, mm-hmm. which I hate. Um, so the Reed house recently finished a $28 million renovation, which I remember. I don't know if you remember, but it went on for fucking ever. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, and then we got a new, like nicely renovated Starbucks out of it. So, um, so it included rehabbing 141 rooms Mm -hmm. and room 311 was included in that, but it's a special circumstance. So a quote from the general manager um, the room was restored to make Annalise Netherly comfortable, not today's hotel guest. The room does not have any of the modern amenities the other mm. rooms in the hotel offer, and it's not meant to. Ew, End quote. I love yeah. that. Yeah, so that's what I mean about, like, they're really, like, this is their marketing scheme. Yeah, they <laughs> so, know what they do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, like, part of me is, like, it's a great, it's very creative marketing and advertising but like i doubt that they're making enough money based on this i don't know maybe i'm wrong it's not well known yeah oh no you have to like you had to really look for it on the yeah website. it's not like i would say oh i'm going to go to chattanooga to stay at the reed house to be haunted oh absolutely like you would only probably know if you lived here or if you were already on their website and happened upon it right so that or if you were like looking for like haunted hotels well yeah 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 um yeah, no, I agree. Um, there is, I don't know, um, that you, so you can rent it now, or you can stay in it now after the renovation. Excellent. So there were, like, there was a period of time, I think, where you couldn't, but now when you can. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, okay, and then further, there's, a, there's I found a quote from the owner, and uh, he said, or he was, he's, like, associated with the hotel group that owns the building, okay. so not like the owner but um after reading all accounts of haunted room 311 we knew the best thing to do was to leave the room exactly where it was and do our best to recreate the room annalisa stayed in during the 20s the more we can make her comfortable the more likely she will not disrupt our guests i like that that's very kind of them yes so like i said 311 was included in those renovations but it was returned to the way that it looked in the 20s when annalisa stayed there so there's no modern amenities. There's no TV, no hair dryer, no coffee maker, no USB plug-ins. Um, there are electric lights and plugs and a phone, but they are in the 20s style. They don't have like a modern phone in there. Um, and the lock on the door, it's not a swipe to enter. You have you have an actual key when you stay in that room. With a de- There's a deadbolt on the door. Woof. Yes. So, and you, so you can stay in the room now. Um, I think... I saw that there's a wait list, um, so maybe it is making them money, and maybe it is worth it. I don't know, but um, so there's a wait list, and uh, I think like you can go and tour it based on availability. Um, you probably have to call them, but I would tour it. I would not stay there. I feel like I need to. Like your birthday is literally Halloween this year, and it is going to be a full moon and a Saturday night. Let's fucking go. I'm gonna be camping. Sorry, I'm busy. Cancel your camping trip. We're gonna go get our asses haunted as fuck. <laughs> I just looked it up on their Instagram page, and they have a photo of it with her, like oh, really? with a like ghostly person standing in it. Here, oh. send it to you. Yeah, please text me. It's spook spook. Yeah, I love it. Oh, there it is. 
this. Ooh. I, I, Ooh, I, yeah. I would be, I would, like, have a lot of fun just seeing how they redid the room in, like, the 20s style. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would be super cool. For sure. I would love that. Um, so, other than that, under the, other than Miss Annalisa, uh, there's a ghost called Martha. Um, her husband, this is horrible, her husband left her to die alone as no. a guest no. <laughs> of the hotel. <laughs> And she, uh, apparently, like, it legend, worked. Yeah, right. Last, her legend says that her last days were spent smoking and drinking. Um, and get, the guests that report seeing her are particularly men. Um, and they have, like, just strange encounters. Honestly, smoking her. and drinking herself to death, like, that's the way to go. Bad bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck that man and him leaving your ass. Yeah. Do what you, you can't die in your sleep. Smoke and drink yourself to death. That's horrible. Yeah, that's Don't actually do that. really sad. <laughs> but if you're like on your way out anyway, might as well. Um, oh, and then there's also uh, apparently there's a little prankster ghost uh, that haunts the restaurants on the first level, and that they oh. like move the liquor bottles around and like the silverware and stuff, and the staff reports like okay, shit being sure. out of place all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so that one, I think it's like a mixture of like there probably is something something hinky but also they play it up because they're a hotel and like it's a business that's their thing yeah yeah so um but yeah i mean yeah i think they have a good balance with it because it's not like visit the haunted reed house yeah. you know like no one says that but um yeah and it's not like on their front page of their website like i said you kind of have to like look for it and know that you're trying to find it so i like this story yeah i thought it was really cool i liked knowing her name like annalisa netherly yeah i liked when i found out the name of the lady at the hunter because i was just like ooh, she's legit yeah for sure. Well, you know that Covenant was haunted, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard don't go in the apartments at night. Or no, no, the laundry room at the apartments. Is that your story? Okay, no. Okay. So I didn't research this at all, but I'm going to go ahead and bring it up just like real quick. Yeah. Tidbit. So a friend of ours from college, a very good friend of ours. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, <laughs> she stayed in one of the tower rooms. And she said that they couldn't get their closet <coughs> to close at Sorry. night. They would put a <coughs> like chair in front of the closet. They clo- they would close the door, no. and every morning they'd wake up and the door was open. Shut the fuck up! But it gets worse than that because I offhand mentioned it to my mom one time because my mom went to Covenant back in the early '80s, late '70s, and my mom said she was like, "Yeah, that's the ghost," and I was like what do Stop. you mean the ghost she's like oh it's haunted that happened that was the thing when i was there too she's like none of the rooms in the tower like the da- the doors and the windows always open randomly because a maid back when it was a hotel hung herself in the tower oh okay i have heard that before yeah okay and so she i just thought it was so funny that like our friend was like yeah our closet door won't close and then i offhand mentioned to my mom she's like yeah it's the ghost and my mother does not believe oh, yeah. in ghosts so the fact that she said it's the ghost made me be like, hmm, that's great. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with the apartment laundry rooms? I honestly, I think it's like people see things, like legitimate, like um, it might not have been the friend that I mentioned that saw it. Mm-hmm. What? Are you having a paranormal? I thing? honestly feel like I'm doing. Do you myself. want me to turn that light? It was your shadow. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> um, but that friend that I mentioned that. 
I don't know that I now that I think about it, I don't think it happened to her. I think it might have happened to someone she was she was close with. But like there was there's like a ghost in the laundry rooms well, at the apartment. I know that you said that and I know that I heard that. Like I know I heard people say don't go into the laundry room yeah. after dark or something yeah. or like at night or something like that. Which makes me want to take my ass up there right now and sit in that damn laundry Same. room. It like I remember the story was so believable because like it was from a person it was like it was about a person that I knew and like knew wasn't insane, right? Like wasn't out of their cuckoo or I shouldn't say that, that's very disrespectful people with mental illness but <laughs> i believed them right yeah so um i remember being really freaked out like it really gave me i was every time i drove past the oh, apartments I, after that because you have to when I, you bring it up now i remember and yes i do remember being freaked out yes so. like because i had to walk past the apartments to get to my car and i had to drive past it yeah, and it just you. like felt very like Ugh. oh you know what it was people would like get lo- that's what it was people would get lost that, that was another one. So there was multiple accounts of females, I believe, specifically, getting, like, waking up in the woods. <gasps> Shut up. And not knowing how they got there and not being able to speak. Are you fucking I'm not serious? Ki- I'm not kidding. Yeah. I need more evidence. We should do a whole other <laughs> We should talk to her about it because she, she knows. She, I, like, she told me all that. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's the thing. That so. terrifies me. I know. <laughs> Well, and my thing is, like, I don't know how... Because I didn't find that out until, like, sophomore year. And, like, no one else knew about that. Like, no one talked about it. How is that not more... No one talked about how, like, oh, don't go there. Like, don't go into those woods. Well, I heard it from someone else who lived in the apartments. Really? Yeah. I had a guy that I was seeing at a certain time was living in the apartments, and he told me that. Okay. Yeah. So. Isn't that freaky? I hate that. I know. I feel, like, very lucky that we didn't experience that. Because you said that you've never had an, a paranormal experience, right? No. I mean, I've had, okay, I've had, like, the self-inflicted paranormal experience, like, after we watched Oculus and I couldn't look in a mirror for four well, days. yeah, I mean, yeah, we've all had those. <laughs> yeah, but I've never had, like, a genuine one where, like, it, what happened to me was unexplainable. Okay, so I have. And I've told everyone this story, and, like, I've had a lot of people come up with good explanations for it, and that's all fine and dandy, but they weren't there. Yeah. And the person who I experienced with, I recently brought it up to them, and they were like, oh, yeah, no, that's, I have no idea what that was. Okay. So, it was late at night, I got on Lookout Mountain, which is just a whole haunted-ass mountain, apparently. Yeah. And we were, like, late, late at night, like, after 12, okay? And we were coming back up the mountain, and, um... We were driving down one of the roads that led to, to the school, and it wasn't one of the main roads. We weren't on, like, Ox, Ox Highway. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Ox Highway. It was the same road that Lula Lake is on. Like, we, instead of going right towards <laughs> the, like, gas station and then up, we went oh, left yeah. down that road. Okay. And that road is, like, really populated until a certain point, and then it just becomes straight up fucking woods. Yeah. So, we drove, and we're, like probably a mile past the last house mm-hmm. that is visible from the road. So I'm sure that there are other houses eventually on those on that road set back off. But again, this is like 1 or 2 in the morning. It gets very dark on that road. It there's yes. no there light. There's no lights. It's very dark. Yes. And I hate telling the story cuz every fucking time. So we're just driving 
And again, was there someone in the road? There was a boy in white pajamas standing, no! <laughs> standing right on the edge of the road. And I'm talking right on the edge. You did tell me this when it happened. I remember this now. But he wasn't looking at us. He was looking back into the woods. And that was the most terrifying part. Stop. Yes. And I remember uh, the person I was with insisted on turning around. And we turned around and he was gone. But we both confirmed then that we saw it. Because I remember even once we got back to school, I remember looking at them and being like, did that, that happen? Like, we both remember that. And it was like, yeah. And then I saw this person recently, not super recently, like a year ago or like two years ago. And I brought it up to them. They're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That's weird as fuck. And again, 2 a.m., no houses around, kid just like in white, white ass pajamas just staring into the forest, right on the edge of the road. You see how heavily I am (laughs) breathing? Is that not like the worst story? I hate that. I hate yeah, that so, so that's much. always been like a, people always say, "Oh, I never," and I was like, "I fucking have. I have had a fucking paranormal experience. That is it. I can't explain it, and it's fucking terrifying." Ooh, that just like gave me an adrenaline rush. I know it's it's that was one of the scariest moments of my life. I legitimately didn't know it was happening. I was like, "I'm gonna die." I'm gonna. The person I was with decided to turn around without really asking me. And he was like, oh, shit, I'm just gonna, I'm going to turn around like that. Because, like, I think the assumption was is maybe the person was lost or hurt and this, like... Well, yeah, see, I would have a similar thought process, I think, especially because it was a child. I would be like, It wasn't what a child, child. It was, like, a teenager. Okay. Like, but even then, like, what the hell is that, per- like, that young, like... That youngish person doing, doing in the middle of the fucking woods next to a road in the At 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah. That's concerning. So, like, the people that I've told this story to... The, I think, like, the most plausible thing is, like, maybe it's someone who sleepwalks. (gasps) Oh, that's a good... Like, a kid who probably does live near there and was sleepwalking. That is plausible, but what the fuck? Yeah, it's still freaky. That's fucking terrifying. Well, I was just thinking, too, because my brother used to, like, sneak out when we lived on Lookout Mountain, and I'm sure he probably freaked some people out. Because he'd be teenage boy walking down. In his all-white pajamas with no shoes on in the middle of the forest. Not all-white pajamas, but young teen kid. In the middle of the forest. With no light, no phone, just standing on the edge of the road looking into the woods. No, I, I understand it's freaky. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is what happened. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I'll bet you he freaked some people out, too. Yeah. So. But yeah, I actually, and then my fiance has had a paranormal experience. Really? He Tell told me. you this, remember? Did he? Yeah. Was it in his, uh... It was in, like, the house he grew up in. Okay. And I do not have permission to tell this story. Okay. So. Okay. Sweetheart, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But essentially, he went to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, and he thought he heard his grandmother call his name, and he went to check on her, and, like, she had, like, fallen over or something, and so... Oh, that's right, that's right, because I remember being like, whoa, that's kind of cool. It's like one of those protective experiences. Yeah, maybe it wasn't that she called to him, maybe it was that he felt like someone tapped him on the shoulder or something. Yeah, he just felt like he had to go check on her. Yeah, Yeah. I really should have checked with him before I told the story, because I could have gotten better details. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) But, yeah, something like that, and, um... So I do believe in paranormal experiences, because I have had one. Yeah. (laughs) No, I kind I like I kind of do like I won't I don't I won't I don't know I think you it's, won't deny them I won't deny them I think it's dumb to like for those sorts of things that we can't understand to say like to have a hard opinion on yeah them. Like, oh no that doesn't exist yeah because mm-hmm. um, we just don't know so yeah. I totally believe you and that that's really I think like I believe you that it could have just been like what you're saying like somebody sleepwalking it's just really fucking creepy but I also believe that. 
that um, it could have been something something else. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my thing with that is, it's like so. Okay, this probably stems from being a teenager who loved horror movies. So I remember I used to watch a ton of scary movies as a kid, and I definitely have given myself a form of paranoia absolutely because whenever i see people in the middle of the woods alone i'm like okay are they being like are they being hunted do i need to save them well or or like are they real are they something else like you know what i mean yeah i think my initial thought after that pro like after that happened my initial thought process was like was had that kid just like escaped someone that had like kidnapped him and they got him back or something you know what I would have thought that too. Yeah, I remember being like really scared because it was so we turned around so quickly and he was nowhere to be seen. Yeah, that's creepy. I don't like. I hate that. I hate everything. Well, like, there's also the legend of like the the woman in white, and there's is that in here? Is that here? No, I think it's oh, all okay. over. I okay, think, I think this is like one of those general hauntings that happen on highways. You'll see like a woman in white trying to flag down a car. It turns out she's like a murderous spirit or whatever. Okay. So, I don't know. Part of me was like, maybe it's the haunted teenage boy in white. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Who's here to fart on your car. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I also, I remember, okay, so do you remember when we were house shopping two years ago? And the house that we are in now. Was it supposed to be haunted? So, I don't know. We don't really ever have a clear answer on this. When we moved in, there was a bunch of gravestones. Oh, someone died there. Well, there was a bunch of gravestones in the yard. Really? Because the man who lived there worked at a graveyard and used mistaken gravestones to decorate the yard. What the fuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah what is wrong that. with people? And this is the part that we never really got a clear answer on, is that there had been old people that lived there, like a very old man or a very old woman, and I don't really know if they died there or if they were taken away and then passed away. I have, I will say, I have never felt creeps from your house. And I've been alone in your house before. Yeah. So. I think when we first moved in, I told myself I got the creeps. Yeah. But I have not. Yeah. I have always, um, I am always more afraid of what's outside windows than what is inside my house. Absolutely. Because when I was a kid, okay, so this is, and I will tell you a story that I thought was paranormal and it ended up being like a legit thing. Oh no, I hate this already. No, it's not bad. Okay. So the home I grew up in, in Bermuda. We were in a neighborhood, but right through, like, you could cut through our yard to get to a very main road, right? Okay. So, I had, my brother had left for college, and I was in my own room. And he had his room that I'd taken over. It was, like, at the very end of the house. And it was right next to a cut in the bushes that we would use to go to and from our neighbor's house. But, again, if you go through that cut, you go right to a main road. So I was in his bedroom at night, again, like one of my first nights ever alone in my own room. And I saw someone outside my window and I flipped my shit and I told my dad and I like our dog even started barking and that was the other concerning part. This happened a bunch. And then we finally figured out after putting in like those motion sensor lights that it was people cutting through our yard. Oh, okay. Because people would constantly, people would go drink in the Capitol, which was like, Right, off five minutes from our house, like you could get to the center of downtown, and they would end up just walking home and cutting through our yard because okay. it was very evident that they were like, "Oh, look, I could cut through there," and you would know where you are. Right, because again, usually small. It's like living in a tiny town; everyone could figure out where they were from right. like that. Okay, um, but it was really freaky the first few times it happened. That it would was, terrify me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
and then one time we found like handcuffs in our yard and we're like what the fuck and we called the cops like oh yeah they chased someone through your yard the other day oh my god like the cops like oh thanks for finding those those are ours (laughs) so oh my god okay cool those are my paranormal and not paranormal like, fun, 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 freaky experiences. I feel like I can keep going. Now that I'm thinking about it, I have a ton. I, ha- I still have none. No, you, like, I feel like you say that, but, like, you've never had one of those experiences where you're like, oh, I felt like someone just touched me. You've never had that? Because I've had that, like, a million times. I had in my old house, which, see, I think this was my brain. I don't think that this actually Yeah, that's happened. fair. Um, I had in my old house, like, you remember my old room. Where, where I was above the garage. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, it had, like, a mini hallway on the way into it because um, the bathroom and the closet were on mm-hmm. either side, so it kind of made, like, a hallway. And um, it, was, it was a very large room. Like, it was basically a loft, and I, as, like, the oldest child, kind of just, like, ended up there. Yeah. And um, I very frequently felt like something was watching me from in the hallway. I hate that. Kind of, like, talking about it makes me, like, really... Oh, I don't. Kind of want to vomit. But it was awful. It was really, really awful. And at the time, I like very was very like. Uh, I was very scared, and I would often sleep with my Bible under my pillow. I did that as a teenager too. Yeah. I thought that that would somehow protect me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, same. Spoiler I, alert. <laughs> it gave me some, uh, yeah, some comfort. But I switched to a knife at some point in high school. Like I legit had a kitchen knife under my pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's weird because I've never, like, now that you say that, I've never felt that anywhere else. So I don't know if it was just, like, the the uh, dimensions of the room. That's, like, the, the hallway was very shadowy. Uh, but it was almost kind of, like, and again, it's, like, is it my brain and it's my own fear? But, like, I felt like I couldn't, because it was right by the bathroom door. And, like, I could not leave my room. It was, so it was locking the bathroom door and the entrance to my room. And, like, I could not, I could could not leave like I could kind of walk around my room like I could get up and go get my bible off the shelf <laughs> but like I couldn't leave. get into the bathroom couldn't leave my room you know and again could just be my own fear like my own paralyzing fear that I made up in my head I don't know now that you're saying I never liked your old house it really it was always just weird to me mm, I liked that house no and that didn't happen all the time I didn't like your room really it was like it was loud and like weird and cold it did get it was, freezing I think cold. it was because it was over the garage. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It got, like, if it was 30 degrees outside, it was 40 degrees, degrees in my room. Yeah. yeah. So, I had, like, a little space heater for that. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay, then. But, yeah. Cool, 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 dude. Well, cool, cool, cool. I'm glad we had that. I can't wait to walk back to my car in the nighttime. Yes. I'm going to make you sit on the porch a lot. That's fine. Walk down to my car. That's fine. Alrighty. Thanks, everybody. Peace out.